Welcome to I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Alex. We are back with another episode and a new theme. Um, but before we jump into any of that, let me introduce to you the crew we've got. So I am Alex, but I am also joined by two other wonderful co-hosts. First is Mr. Jake Duke. Yo, what up, gangsters? I'm Mr. Jake Duke, a.k.a. The Man. No, I'm Jacob. What's up? That was great, Jake. Thank you. I'm here for uh, premium podcasting only. And along with the premium podcaster, we have the one, the only, I am Kristen One. Hi. <laughs> I'm, this I'm is here. Enthusiasm. This is me. <laughs> wow. It's, what? It's good. <laughs> This is great. I don't have any cool introductions like that, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> Should have done jumping jacks like me before we started. <laughs> and those bicep curls like Jacob did. <laughs> I gotta stay fit. <laughs> but we are here today to kick off another theme in our wide array of random themes. And this time we got a little weird. Because I was stuck between two movies that I wanted to talk to you, you about, talk to you, talk about with you, to, to the audience. You're talking about you talk, too. Talk about with you to you, you too. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um, so the two movies were Everything Everywhere All at Once and The Hunt. Not The Hunt, right? It's just Hunt for the Wilder People. And hunt. as hunt, anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you are listening to this, you obviously know what the title of this episode is. So, you know, which movie it was that I picked. But the way that I picked that was by flipping a coin. So our theme is uh, heads or tails. Um, for me, I just picked two movies that I really wanted to talk about, but couldn't figure out which one I wanted to talk about more and left it up to chance. So this week we're talking Hunt for the Who's Wilder Chance? People. Chance Montgomery. Okay. I'm glad you uh, at least knew who it was. <laughs> Not just some random Chance. Chance. Who is Chance Montgomery? Isn't that a real person? I th- assumed it was. I was I'm yes looking it up. <laughs> it sounds like a real person. I just assumed it was some sports thing because I had no idea what you were talking about. And both of you guys like seem to know. <laughs> Could you um, okay. I- this is sports related, whatever. When I Googled it, it doesn't seem to be any fun famous. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just made it up. Oh, Alex, you suck. You're supposed to know everybody in the world. <laughs> my bad, my bad. But yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People is uh, our movie this week to kick, to kick off the theme. Um, so, Hunt for the Wilder People, let me just give a little background about the movie. It is a 2016 film. Um, late and it Wikipedia calls it a New Zealand adventure comedy drama film, which I think is a pretty good description of it. Yeah, they said, "Hey, how many genres are we allowed to call this movie?" And they're like, "You can call it uh, three, but you have to hyphenate two of them together." And also, make sure you include the country of origin, please. Exactly. And that's what happened. And that's. That's really the message we want to get across is how they decide these things for Wikipedia. We're, we know many things about the titles of movies. That is 
one thing about this podcast. That's true. It's often how you hear of a movie is by title. Often I only care about the title because I don't want spoilers, you know. (laughs) And you definitely don't want to know when the movie's set, right? No, I... (laughs) You better not tell me. Oh, what? my gosh. What? I'm not sure when this was set. If it was set in uh, 2016 or 2017, I couldn't have told you. I don't know. It could have even been earlier than that. 2015? Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Fuck. My mind is blown. But this is a uh, Taika Waititi film written and directed by him based on a book called Wild Pork and Watercress by Barry Crump. Um, and Barry Crump is a New Zealand author as well. But um, the, Barry. The film stars Sam Neill uh, from Jurassic Park fame. And what else is he in? Event Horizon. And... Yep. Is Event Horizon, is that about a black hole? Yes. And there's yeah. like monsters in the black hole. Did you know that he's a sir? Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. Sir Nigel John Dermot Sam Neill. Wow. Hmm. Hey, who was the last person that that got knighted by the queen before she died? That's a good question. You're asking the hard-hitting questions, Jacob. Who was the last? Uh, I bet, um, what's-his-face would know? Byron Denniston would know. He would know. He's a royal watcher. He's inside the walls. <laughs> Sam Neill, though, interesting fact, he was born in Northern Ireland, but he moved to Christchurch, New Zealand as a kid. So that's where he grew up. Apparently, John Williams was the last person honored with the knighthood. The composer? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He was an honorary uh, award. for foreign. It was for foreign nationals. Because he's American? Mm-hmm. I see. Dang, he's 90 years old. Well. Guess what? Here's an interesting fact about John William. John Williams. Is it Williams or William? John Williams. He did not do the score for Hunt for the Wilder People. Hmm. What? Yeah. That is interesting. Who did? <laughs> oh, great. You're gonna ask me that. Uh, music. Well, I, thought, I thought that was. I thought you were setting yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> music by Lucas Buda, Samuel Scott, and Conrad Weta. Yep. Okay. Good, good job. Slam dunk. So, <laughs> thank you. Good job. This movie, um, it was a you know semi-low budget movie, only two and a half million dollar budget. And it had a box office of $23.2 million. Um, some good info about the film is that it premiered at Sundance in 2016. Hmm. Um, and it was the first New Zealand movie to make a, m- a million dollars in New Zealand, I think. Something, I don't have that fact in front of me. Now I'm quoting something I read once. <laughs> something I read once. I don't remember. But it, it says it on Wikipedia, so that must be true. It must be true. You know oh, yeah, the film say. grossed $1.263 million in New Zealand, the highest grossing w- opening weekend for a New Zealand film. And it's the oh. highest grossing New Zealand film ever. And How many op- New Zealand films opened a rave though? reviews. I don't know. There are a lot. I, I'm sure there's not a, a ton, but they must make some movies over there. 
They have a this movie has a ninety seven percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's really highly rated. Um, Taika Waititi has got a lot of really highly highly rated movies. Um, but New Zealand, yeah, they have like the New Zealand film. They have a f- uh, film commission and stuff, and they paid for a whole chunk of this movie. Um, actually, the for for this wow. movie to be made, uh, two million dollars of it. And this film was shot five million on location because it's filmed in, um, you know, remote areas, the wilderness, all that stuff, and they they filmed it in um, the wilderness. So mm-hmm. they went yeah, over the on, central on plant- pl- plateau and the I don't know how to pronounce it the White Dick White ranges. Yeah, almost like uh, I think that was pretty good. White 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 Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking. That was pretty good, Jacob. Oh, thank you. Good job. Are you a Kiwi? I, I, I can't do an accent. I thought I was going <laughs> to try so hard, to do it. I got so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get canceled. Oh we got some Kiwi listeners. We do. We're we're huge in New Zealand. Um, But yeah, so this one, this was the movie. Was this the last movie Taika Waititi did before he got Ever. Thor? Oh. <laughs> Before he did Thor Ragnarok, um, let me pull it up. Uh, it I is. Yep. Wikipedia. He did oh, Thor Ragnarok awesome. right after this. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I was w- watching a. I was watching an interview actually with. Uh, it was a somebody in New Zealand that was um with Taika Waititi. It was like a thirty minute interview, so I didn't take a lot of notes or pay that much attention to be honest with you. Um, but one of the things that uh, I found really interesting was Taika Waititi in the interview uh, specifically talked about how this film is like a really kind of an artsy film and mm-hmm. uh, being able to create a movie like this is so important to him and he wants to like continue to do this uh, instead of doing something like, like that most people want now, which is to escape from reality doing like Marvel movies, which are, like three hours long. And he specifically said that <laughs> that in the interview, which I that and was. And then funny. he went and made one, and then made yeah, another one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. He's got a a movie coming out called Next Goal Wins. I was going to mention that. Excited. It's to got the see same uh, cinematographer as this movie that we watched. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which uh, uh, his name is? Hold on, I had it written down. Lachlan, Lachlan Milne, Lachlan Milne. I'm not sure. Probably Lachlan. He's, uh, he's, he's yeah, Lachlan. Yeah, there you go. Lachlan. My apologies. I love that name. Uh, I love that name. Lachlan. Do you know anybody named Lachlan? No, we almost. I really wanted to name Logan Lachlan, but oh, really? Yeah. That would be kind of Someone cool, said Lachlan. no, so. Well, I wanted to name Logan, Logan a- Adrian. But Which I don't get because everybody would be like, yo, Adrian, yo, all Adrian. the time. It'd be so annoying. It would be cool. Now people are always like, yo, Logan. Everybody um, does that. Yeah, I'm sure. I was, <laughs> I was trying to think of, uh, is there something? I need to rewatch Logan because there's got to be like a quote in Logan where somebody's like, Logan. Logan. Yeah, there you go. I mean, uh, you could say it with a British accent because Patrick Stewart's always... Saying Logan because he's friends with him. Logan, my name is Patrick Stewart. Do I sound anything no. like Patrick Stewart? <laughs> you sound like Sean Connery. Everything you do sounds like a leprechaun. <laughs> oh, I'm Sean Connery. Oh my god. 007. 
Kristen, can you do a uh, New Zealand accent? No. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to try that on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we will get somebody canceled. We will. I, I can't do it either, so it's all right. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We're, we're going to say anything else about Lachlan Milne? Uh no um I'll pu- I might mention them later on during one of my one of my three things okay so this film um was my pick but I'm curious to hear what's your guys's history with this movie first all right you want me to go first hit hit it my hit history hit it, it hit it hit it do it quit it uh <laughs> my history of this movie is that I heard about it last two week last saturday last uh when we recorded and you said that you were deciding between this movie and a movie that involved everything always everywhere, everything everywhere all, all the at time. once exactly <laughs> which was terribly overwhelming um <laughs> i can't stop thinking about it uh and um that's how you i know it's funny it. that's is that that really is kind of what that movie is about <laughs> so is it's funny well yeah. it's dry, i haven't even seen it and it's driving me nuts so there you go that's my review so, of the movie yeah you hadn't heard of it then even from like knowing Taika Waititi uh-uh, and I uh, even when we even when we researched him when we did what we do in the shadows I don't remember yes this is our second Taika yeah two, second we're two Taika for two film. on Taika in terms of whatever that means in terms of picking Taika films and then um, completing a, an episode about them and not and not deciding to quit podcasting <laughs> yeah. during it like we did for some director whoever that was um, yeah whoever did a uh, fiddler on the roof that poor guy yeah sucker um, but that's my history with this movie and then I watched it today oh nice yep cool what about you Kristen um, well, I had not heard of this movie till you brought it up, and we watched it together. Boom. When did you watch it? It was like a year ago, wasn't it? I think it was earlier this year. Let me or was, look it a, on, was it this year? Let me look on Letterboxd. Um, Good thing. You should have a memory like Scott Ackerman does, where you remember what when you saw it, where you saw it, and what I, opening weekend it was, or something like that. I do remember wh- where I saw it, and I'm pretty sure when I saw it was earlier this year what's this movie called again (laughs) the hunt for the wilder people hunt for the wilder people let's go fly a kite up to the highest height here it is uh may 18th 2022 oh wow not that that is this year was yeah well cool yeah that's the first time i heard of it um yeah (laughs) And then and we watched it, and I liked it. It was cute. I recommend it to everybody. <laughs> and then you watched it again uh, for the podcast. Did you watch it by yourself this time? Yep. Nice. And I was laughing at it like I'd never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> this was one um, I'd had on my watch list to watch, and forever I would I never turned it on. And that day I just turned it on, and I think you came into it either from work or from doing something because you came into it like 10 minutes in or something and oh, yeah. you were gonna eat 
eat at the kitchen table and watch something else on your phone, I think. And you got like wrapped up in it. Because it's hilarious. And it's just <laughs> a good movie. It so is. Okay, cool. So yeah. Um, and I don't know when I, when I first heard of it myself, but I, I think it had been one I saw the, uh, a suggestion for it on Netflix because it's been on Netflix for a while. And mm-hmm. I saw the little preview clip that it shows. And the preview clip was the Ricky Baker happy birthday song. And I was like, huh, this looks goofy. And saw it was a Taika Waititi movie. And I was like, oh, I want to see this, watch it. Because I just looked it up and saw it had good reviews. So eventually got around to it. And I'm glad I did. Um, which I'm, I know we'll talk more about. Yeah. Cool. Anything, um, anything at large you we wanted to mention otherwise before we jump into three things each? I got two people at large for manslaughter and molesterering. <laughs> molesterering. Yep. No, that's all I got. I'm ready to jump in. All right. Cool. Um, should I go first? Yep. It's your move. Take three. All right. Um, so my first uh, thing that I wanted to talk about was Taika Waititi um, and just his uh, style of, of putting together a, you know, a, a story and everything like that. Because he uses like some just absurd humor, but then he always oh. brings brings in like a. Is that everything OK, Kristen? Yeah. I was oh. just going to say that that's one of my things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys His humor. Similar thinkers. Yeah. He he, mm-hmm. he blends just like, yeah, absurd humor, but with heartfelt story and and really drives it home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I just kind of want to maybe talk about him a little bit. And, you know, we've watched a few of his movies, uh, you know, how things translate for you guys so what do you how do you guys feel about taika waititi i like him he's hilarious i think he's a good uh writer he does balance well like the story and emotional part of it and the humorous part of it i think it usually balances out pretty well um yeah i like it i like his movies uh, I enjoy Taika Waititi uh, as a director-writer combo guy. I will say that he is goofy. He is uh, mm-hmm. an oddball. He is out there. He's not afraid to use like um, really like eye-popping imagery and stuff like that. Um, with him, I will say that he's got a uh, he's got he's got a thumbprint. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Everything that he touches is it's a Taika Waititi thing. You know it's his. You can tell it's his, you know, which I, I think is uh, uh, his ability to not only do that, where he can make his own. Right. That, yeah. but, but also be able to make it a great uh, film as story and uh, have a balance of humor and stuff is, is pretty magnificent. So, yeah. Yeah, he does really well with it. And yeah, his style, too, for sure. Like the way he frames stuff. Mm-hmm. is is very masterful i would say like he knows how to draw your eye where it needs to go um it doesn't feel like a wandering 
thing. Like every shot feels like there's purpose behind it. Yeah, intentional. Um, mm-hmm. And it, you, it looks good too. Jake, have you started watching? Have you watched Reservation Dogs? No. Oh, it's a show that he co-wrote and produces. I think. I think so. Yeah. But it's really, really good, and it has a lot of like Native American actors and everything, and it's just a really good show. And I think you might like it. There's a lot of similarities between this and and that for sure. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before, and every time I think it's on FX, and I think you guys always tell oh, me no. it's not. It is it's an Hulu. FX show, but, but yeah, but all it's of on the Hulu. FX shows are on Hulu now. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, he created it with Sterling Harjo. Um, and Sterling Harjo is the main showrunner. But Taika Waititi helped him get it off the ground. But it, like Reservation Never Dogs, I think, is like a really good balance. Like we were saying that Taika has of like his humor and emotional part of the story. Like it just all flows very well. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. these kind of movies fit his style even better. Like I love Thor Ragnarok and I don't hate Thor Love and Thunder like a lot of people seem to have been really annoyed with that movie um, and I don't think it's as good by any means it's probably his lesser movie I like that movie but I still <laughs> liked it yeah for sure um, I but I think it. I think these types of more human movies work even better with his absurd humor because I mean I'm an absurd person too so it mm-hmm. doesn't take me out of a story because it's silly and so like this and I, I know you guys haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, but that is, you know, very similar in um, theme and everything. And what we do in the shadows is goofier. But even that, you know, is about these guys who are a family. So <laughs> he still knows be, what he's doing. The only thing I will say that is uh, slightly negative about Taika Waititi uh, and his directing style um, and, you know, his yeah. print or whatever is that uh it can be a little bit repetitive and a little bit of the same thing over and over again you know it's like okay can you do anything else but also it like works so i don't know yeah I, and i think that was the problem with thor love and thunder is he kept doing this the the same thing from before but it, he didn't yeah. know where where he was going with it the first this time i i felt like but i still liked it you know, I still like it too. I'm not. This is not a Marvel movie review show, so I'm not gonna. Do <laughs> it, but yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna tell us how many stars you gave that and everything. Not not today. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. And then I guess I could also mention like he likes to do cameos and stuff like that, and he has his yeah. cameo in this, which is probably the the most absurd thing in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Minister cameo. Um, and reading in the trivia that he um, uh, wrote this based on a real um, thing that he witnessed in life is just a weird minister at a funeral. Yeah, that's psycho. But I mean, it's yeah, it 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 feels a little too out there. But it also because it's there's not as much that goes to that level of silliness. It doesn't, I think, hurt the movie ultimately. Yeah. Um, one other thing is, that I wanted to mention before we get off Taika Waititi is, um, 
he like had originally written because he wanted to do an adaptation of this book for a while. I guess mm-hmm. he, he had started writing like five years before uh, they actually ended up making it, and he went through a couple different drafts. Um, and originally, he tried to stay very, very true to the book, um, and he, it was like not really working, I guess, for him. Yeah. And, um, then he ended up changing and being be doing some more goofy stuff and more himself, and was able to kind of come with the story and stuff, which uh, that's cool. I think that co- thing that comes to just show, you know, that it really takes an artist to, you know, make the story come, even if it's a good story already. Yeah, definitely. When you change the mediums. I agree. <coughs> cool. Um, anything else you'd want to add about Taika, Kristen? No, that was it. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, you guys want to take take one of yours? Uh, well, we can stick with if you want to go with to me. We can stick kind of in the making of the film um, kind of area. And my mm-hmm. first thing um, that I want to take is you know the cinematography, the interesting shots that are used throughout this movie, and um, uh, you know me being the media film background guy uh i really 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 enjoyed a lot of the shots that were here uh, even from the very beginning um like you said they're intentional but um they're just so specific to like sh- building the characters and you you get to know who the characters are before you even hear them talk you know what i mean yeah uh, just totally. based on these shots in the beginning of the thing and throughout it just does so much for the movie for the story um and uh just overall i think i think it really puts it over the top from i would even say like what we do in the shadows and stuff like that in terms of like taika waititi films and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i would say this is the best shot one that i've seen at least i'd agree with that i think and i mean i think it just obviously helps w- where he got to shoot it in the yeah. you know wonderful nature of new zealand um you know it getting away from green like there's nothing wrong with a green screeny movie it can still be very good but there's just something about being on location and the real having, world is so beautiful and to take yeah. advantage of the beauty of the real world is something that you just can't rep- replicate in a green screen no matter how good the technology gets definitely um, the human mind isn't as creative as the world is naturally yeah absolutely it um, it but takes you out of it sometimes if you don't have yeah. the actual world around you no Which, i agree not to uh come back to love and thunder too much but the way they shot love and thunder is really cool because they actually use this uh technology that is green screen technology kind of but mm-hmm. it they it's like literally all 3d around in that sky the ground the sides it makes a whole 3d world where uh they literally everywhere they, they look no matter what it's this world and they really made it um which is and like designed the things that so you can't even see stuff that's like in there which is really cool if you watch like behind the scenes um and it's like one of the first times they've ever used that technology which was really cool that mm-hmm. is cool yeah he he's got uh, i know i mentioned this with taika waititi but i mean the way he frames stuff fits really well and just even his scenic shots he knows what he's doing with those too mm-hmm. 
Um, and then one of the shots, some of the shots in this specifically that uh, blew me away was, um, you know, the first intro shots. But then, like, when um, I can't remember the mom's name, uh, Auntie, uh, I mean, Bella. Her, her, Bella. Uh, when she kills the, that pig. And there's mm-hmm. like those cuts with the blood and then the, yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> that, the way he like, edits it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's done so well and with such, uh, uh, poignancy, um, mm-hmm. that it, it really, uh, it's really effective. Um, and I really wanted to take note of that cause it, it's really nice. It's really cool. Not every movie can do that and it's done very well. Yeah, totally agreed. He's got a few instances of that. And like mm-hmm. you have the scene later where heck fights the boar and he jumps yeah. off of him and they make it look all heroic and stuff. The any before that, the montage scene where they go on the run. Yeah. It's got a bunch of bunches, bunch of them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he doesn't, it's not all one thing that he's doing. He's using some different styles in there, but it's all definitely his own and he and does it's still it cohesive. Well. Yes, yeah. All of those, like, zoom-ins and stuff, too, like when um, Ricky's running after he's lost Heck after they had the helicopter come in. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky's like, what would Heck, what would Heck do? What would yeah. Uncle do? What would he do? And then he's, like, running around, and he's, like, in the, the woods the with, bush. like, those bushes. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then it shows him, it, like, zooms in on him sometimes, or, like, it'll be at a different angle showing it like showing where they can't see him but we can see yeah. him on the screen and i thought it's that very, was cool. it's very artsy in the way that it's uh shot and mm-hmm. yeah uh being able to do that with something with that that you millions of dollars is cool he he even gets like he, he's not afraid to get a little more artsy than you'd expect to because in the part yeah. when they stop at that hut and he's looking at the book about the wildebeest and then it just like zooms in on documentary nature documentary clips of wildebeest for a second oh yeah it, like <laughs> s- s- clips those in um well and i it, thought it was yeah uh on that same like when they're at that same uh facility that like kind of just it sits on the still of animal farm on the bookshelf for, for mm-hmm. like a, like why like five seconds like why are you looking at that for that for so long does it have some hidden meaning? I don't know. About? <laughs> if anything, it should be uh, the jungle. The Upton Sinclair book yeah. about meatpacking in Chicago. Oh, is that what that's about? Uh, what's the one where they go on a manhunt on the island? Man, the oh, um, the most dangerous game. Oh yeah, they should have done that. Even better. Well, Animal Farm, I think, is a good pick because the government and everyone who is trying to control them is like the pigs in animal farm um i think what is animal farm the one where there's the boys with the con, con- no that's lord of the flies or the flies yeah animal farm is about the just the politics of the animals on the farm and how the pigs are like the bureaucrats yeah isn't it stuff. isn't it like a uh something about communism or something mm-hmm yeah yeah, I know. I know things. It's a good book. I I remember reading it in high school, but I don't think I've touched it since then. So I could be getting some details wrong. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> cool. Kristen, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um. Uh. 
Um, <laughs> one of the things I wrote down is the bond that grows between uh, Hector and Ricky. Like it just, it's just cute. <laughs> yeah. Cause like Hector is like so closed off from him at first. Like he even tells him that having him was Bella's idea, not his. And mm-hmm. like it just, right. and then it slowly just starts turning into a friendship and then it's to family and it's like, Oh, how sweet. <laughs> yeah. They're like an it's odd couple. done well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, and you know what I read in the trivia too? Did you guys read that? That this movie's like up? <laughs> yeah, it is very similar to it is up. like up. Well what I wrote was that uh it has it's nothing to do with like Hector or or uh, Ricky, but I wrote um this is this is around the same story as Soul. L O L Rachel House looking for someone. Oh yeah. She voices uh, Have you seen Soul Jake? Yeah, I've seen Soul what Soul the cartoon? Yeah, because mm-hmm. she plays Where he, that. like, it turns into a cat or goes into yeah. a yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when they're in, like, the that world, I guess. Uh-huh, or, and she's soul the, number whatever. She, well, yeah, she's trying to catch that soul that won't go oh, to Earth. Oh, okay. So it's the same like, actress who plays She's like, I'm going to get you and, like, oh, that's you funny. won't get away from me. It's that so that so reminds like me of thing. <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious. She's I really funny even, in this, too. <laughs> I didn't even think about the up movie and like it is almost the same thing they even find a freaking bird in the same in the movies yeah oh yeah that's and they travel with a dog it's just so funny that i didn't even think about that that's i was thinking about uh when they were running you know all i was thinking about was running through new zealand what is this lord of the rings (laughs) well (laughs) they even have the shot yeah where (laughs) it's it's like (laughs) and he's like what (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to say this is just like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was oh pretty gosh. good. No, it totally is because of the uh, they pull away like those long shots like Peter Jackson used. Um, yeah, they do that a couple times in this. But yeah, the the I love to because at the end when you know they they've lost, they're caught. You, the tension comes back. Um, but before that, they really are vulnerable. Like he's still calling him uncle, and Hex not getting upset about it in the when they're in Psycho Sam's house, and he puts him in his haiku and stuff. Oh and yeah, it's just really mm-hmm. sweet. Um, and then with Bella, when uh, they spread her ashes, and he's like, "She's so she's been with us this whole time," and then he's like, "Thank you for bringing her." Like he. He really is vulnerable with him at that moment, which is not something yeah. Hector has probably ever m- done much in his life. That's very nope. sweet. Keeps it all to himself. And oh, yeah. the Hector really grows from this. Like he learns how to read or he's starting to at the end. And um, they hug each other. It's so sweet. <laughs> he uh, He's real gangster. Cool. <laughs> well, you know, they didn't sh- choose the Skucks life. Skucks life. Skucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. got the knack, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when um, Hector is introduced and he's carrying a 
bore up the thing and the cop is like yeah he's oh look he's giving the pig a piggyback right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that's a good one it's really good um another moment that's really good with the relationship between the two is there's a you know hector is always dismissing um ricky's ideas and stuff but then ricky's like we're like the we're like wildebeest we're like wilder people and um the when they steal the guns from those hunters they're like you tell them ricky said like you tell them the wilder people did this and the guy's like the what up people and hector puts his arm on his hip and he's like the wilder people (laughs) 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 it's really cool it is cute how he like accepts like what ricky's like said about them like their team and stuff because like when they were fighting in that cabin at first with those guys and then uh ricky shoots the gun and he's like can i curse on this (laughs) yeah okay he's like he's like shit just got real and then hector says that (laughs) later Later. he's like shit just got real again It was pretty yeah, they funny. really grew, he really grew on uh grew on old Hector, softened yeah. up, softened up Sam Neil. And I feel like bit. Hector really like became a role model to Hector or not Hector to Ricky, because Ricky was like straightening out, wasn't like wanting to be a troublemaker anymore, you know, because he had a role model in his life now, like. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a big thing. Is I, he probably never wanted to be a troublemaker. He just saw that as the cool thing because that's mm-hmm. the environment he grew up around. Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, um, probably re- a- acting out to get attention because uh, yeah, uh, no one, no one showing him attention, not showing, no showing love. So yeah, he was to do that as well. Capable of graffitiing. Breaking stuff, burning stuff, cutting stuff. <laughs> He's a bad egg. <laughs> I was a uh, uh, that that was a running joke for a couple of scenes. I was hoping it was gonna just go throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh my gosh. Okay, <clears throat> cool. Um, anything else on that one? No, that was it. All right. So uh, the only other thing that I have on that is that I really like um, how Sam Neill, Uncle Hector, is like really just a straight man. But mm-hmm. some like so much of the humor comes from like him reacting to the craziness of everything else. Like he'll look at the way Hector's doing something, and yeah, just the way his reaction is what's funny. You know, uh, more so than Hector being crazy. Uh, That just reminds me of when (laughs) after Hector hurt his foot and they're like, oh, he's like, oh, we're going to have to stay here a couple of weeks. And then it like cuts to Ricky like dancing (laughs) (laughs) and Hector's just sitting there staring at him like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's you want to listen to my Walkman? (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) There's the moment, too, where um, he. Ricky is reading the wanted sign and he's like, they, it says you're cock Asian. They think you're Asian. <laughs> and then you just see Hector's like face. <laughs> <It's> like, seriously. 
Um, <laughs> it's funny, too, because Sam Neill, uh, according to the trivia, said that he described the film as very funny with many funny people in it and one unfunny person with him being the unfunny person. So he doesn't think he's oh. funny, but he totally is. You know that, well, like, talk, talking about his reactions to, like, how, like, silly Ricky was being or whatever, he does that in Jurassic Park, too. Yeah. yeah it just, like, his reactions to things, like. Like, when he looks at the, sees the dinosaur. He holds time, his like, face. Yeah. 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 Like, his expressions are what, yeah. Yeah. like, make the scene, like. Definitely. It's just funny. He's a good Agreed. face actor. I like Sam Neill. He's good. I like Event Horizon, too, since we talked about that earlier. <laughs> I like uh, going inside of a black hole and never coming out. Mm. Never done that before. Once you do it, once you go black hole, you never go back ho- hole. Okay. <laughs> um, my next thing, I think, oh, kind of goes along with some of the stuff we've already touched on. But just um, the fact that it is a New Zealand film. So, you know, of course, we talked about the location and everything, and it's really beautiful. It's so green and um, the like the scenes where they are at places of water. There's a waterfall and a lake and mm-hmm. stuff. And it just is so, you know, serene. Um, it's hard to beat. New Zealand is a, a place like if I had to live in another country, I feel like or if I got to live in another country. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't necessarily need to be forced to, um, but New Zealand would probably be at the top of my list because it's yeah. so beautiful. N- New Zealand is definitely gorgeous, and I would uh, I would not mind living there. That's for sure. Uh, I think top of my list would probably be either uh, uh, Norway. I think uh, Norway or possibly uh, Finland. Is that the other one that I like? I can't remember. One of those, one of either Finland or the I Scandinavian get countries. Yeah, yeah, but I love, I love Norway. Yeah, interesting. But um, also, just with it being in New Zealand, the accents and just the the you slang, know, slang so and awesome. the lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it, had that written down originally, but then I couldn't remember any of them except for Skucks, uh, uh, and. I was like, I can't write this down if I can't remember any of the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to remember any of the words specifically. But, the, I mean, the language is uh, – not the language, sorry. The accent is just a fun accent because it's Australian, but it's a little twangier. It's almost mm-hmm. like – Like country um, Australian. Yeah, 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 definitely. And not as harsh at, in there. Because the Australian can have a little more of that British edge to to it, and the the yeah, New Zealand is a little rounder around the edges. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's cool fun. that we get to uh, kind of we you you get to just like you don't get to see the exactly how the culture works, you know, but you you get to almost feel like you're kind of there, like there. You get to see the see all the land, see all the beauty of it, hear the voices hear yeah. the words you know so it's just kind of uh really cool uh to be able to experience that even though it's not like a history of new zealand or something like that where you're learning a lot about the culture but yeah to witness a little bit about the country and stuff like that's cool definitely i agree and it's like you're not in the city you're experiencing you the know bush. 
Yeah, the bush. Yes, totally. There's your lingo, <laughs> Jacob. Cool. Is this where yeah. the bushwhackers are from? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. I need to, I need to get their kiwis. Taika Waititi to interview interview them, <laughs> or make a movie about it. One of the two. This I think sums up New Zealand right here. Trees, birds, rivers, sky. Running with my Uncle Heck, living forever. Aww. And that moves to my number two of the things that I picked, which is, or I'll take, which is haikus. I love the haiku stuff in this movie. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so good. good. A haiku uh, is a, what is it, a Japanese poem uh, mm-hmm. consisting of three lines, five, seven, five in terms of syllables. That's right. Have you ever written a haiku? Uh, not anything that I remember, but I definitely have written them, like in English class. But I don't remember anything I wrote. Yeah. You know. I can't. I can't either. But you know, my favorite haiku is. What's that? <clears throat> do unto others, as you would have them do to you. Said the rapist. <gasps> That's about part of <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds familiar. <laughs> For 15 cents a day, you can feed an African. They eat pennies. Ooh. It's about Burnham Joe. You are going to get canceled, Jacob. I am. Oh, my canceled. God. Also, my <laughs> aunt used to say, slow and steady wins the race. She died in a fire. <laughs> Did That's you write those right. down? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, I forgot I also about wrote those. Some down from this movie. Uh, yeah, well, those were uh, those were my favorite ones from that thing. Egghead, uh, you have the book. Egghead has way more, I think, in it. Um, yeah. Than what he gives on the special, but uh, yeah, he's got some good ones. <laughs> uh, well, I he doesn't. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, how, are you gonna say another haiku, Alex? I was gonna say, what about Hector's haiku? Yeah. Oh. Did you have one though, Kristen? First? Yeah. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> The one he said at first, uh, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, Kingy, you wanker, you asshole, I hate you heaps, please die soon, in pain. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill's like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, she's like, that's enough. Let's not yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, Hector's, yeah. Pro- Hector's one is good. Do you have it, Alex? I have it, yeah. It was me and this fat kid. We ran, we ate, and read books. And it was the best. It was the best. It was the best. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was mine though. I, I I liked it. I liked that, uh, uh, they, they use, they use poetry because poetry is such a way to show emotion and to have Mm -hmm. Sam, uh, Neil playing this closed off harsh character and being able to express in poetry, even, uh, when he's having trouble reading and writing, uh, not knowing how to do it, is uh, a really beautiful, I thought, as well. Um, yeah. I think, too, it's really nice to see, even though Ricky has had such a crappy life because of the circumstances he was forced into as a kid, mm-hmm. like, people have tried to help him, and maybe they're not good at it, but this one stuck with him, and it's mm-hmm. ni- nice to know that, like... At least something's helping him. Yeah, and it, it, it all it took was uh, Bella, Bell, 
to just kind of, you know, just accept him, show him love, show him mm-hmm. that, hey, you're going to try to run away, but we're going to be here for you no matter what type of stuff. To come back for breakfast, okay? Do whatever you want to do. Yeah, really come on, like have some breakfast, scenes. then you can yeah. run away. <laughs> I yeah. like how patient she was with him because she was so excited for when he first got there. And then, like, she could see that he, he was kind of closed off. No, and He got right back at the police car. Yeah. <laughs> But she was just so patient with him, let him come around on his own, and she let him know he was welcome there. And yeah, Re- rewatching this too, like the line that it almost made me get really choked up was when she's talking to him in his bedroom, and she says, "So happy mm-hmm. we found you, buddy. Sorry it took so long." Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Their relationship really was. Uh, uh, beautiful, and I wish it lasted longer, um, for sure. Bella is a beautiful soul. Be- is it Bella or Belle? I think it's Bella. Mm-hmm. Bella. Bella. A beautiful soul. Auntie Bella. Auntie Bella. Okay. Collecting misfit toys, misfit people. <laughs> and well, she's a misfit herself, just like King Moonracer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say, you know that they did it they wrote something strong when you wish that what they wrote could have lasted longer when it's a tragic thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. They did a good job with that relationship. Mm hmm. The, um, the other thing that I was going to mention was I love when he thinking about lines that are great is when he puts himself uh, puts a Ricky Baker in the barn and oh, yeah. burns it down. <laughs> oh, he burns it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he writes a note. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I have it. Um, hold on, I'm gonna see. Well, what I oh. like about that scene is when the when Rachel House's Inspector. character, yeah, yeah, when she finds it, she's like. <laughs> This ain't no charred kid or something. And the yeah. and like, how do you know? And he, yeah. she's like, does this look like a charred skull it's to a you? Plate? <laughs> That's so that good. Really one so line I really like. I have it, so that's um, okay. One line I really liked was when uh, he gets a dog for his birthday. And then uh, uh, he's like, um, talk about what he's going to name him. And he's like, I don't know, maybe a really cool name like Megatron, uh, something or Tupac. And uh, Bella's <laughs> like, what's a Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, just That's a really cute. cool rapper. And you're kind of my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Cool. I'm glad great. you captured haikus, Jacob. That's a good one. Kristen, you got uh, um, number two. Well, um, I'm on my third one now because my second one was, well, my second one was the one we just talked about. And then my first one was the Taika Waititi's humor. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like meshed into yours. So I only have oh, one okay. more. So right. my last one um I guess this is just, I wrote this down as like a top thing for me, but I feel like this is just something I wanted to say. Yeah. But um, I'm going to change my third thing to Rachel House, like just how amazing she is. Yeah, she's really funny. Because she's the inspector in this one. She's the voice on Soul. She's Grandma Tala in Moana. 
Oh yeah. And so she's just like, uh, like awesome, and she's in a few other things too. Hmm. Can't remember. I didn't. Ra- Rachel House. I'll... You looking it up, Kristen? Or? Yeah. The Moana one shocked me. Is, is anyone going to talk about? Uh, oh, she's me? in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, she's in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's she plays the the, uh, the uh, bodyguard the stick, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's funny. But she's, she's in Taika Waititi's other two movies besides what we do in the shadows that he co-directed, but his two other solo directed movies that he did before this also. And oh, she's in she's, uh, in a deleted uh, scene from Jojo Rabbit also. Oh, she's going to get put on there. Uh, she's from New Zealand and she's part of the uh, a tribe from New Zealand. New Zealand. I don't want to mess up the name there. Um, but that's pretty cool. The Ma- Maori. Um, that's that's what Ricky Baker is too. And well, it says it says uh, she is of the N G A T I R A U K. Oh, more specific. I see what you're yeah. saying. That's pretty cool. No, yeah, she's really funny in this. Um, the uh, part about Terminator, she's like, I'm, uh, I'll never stop chasing you. I'm relentless. I'm like the oh, Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm and more like, like Terminator yeah. than you. She's like, no, you're not. You're like Sarah Connor <laughs> in the first one before she could ditch it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the, like, she's so power hungry. She said, like, give me a gun. Give oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No child left behind. Oh my god! He'll know what that means. <laughs> He'll know what that means. She just kept this chanting it like no child left behind. No child left behind. Oh my gosh. She's funny for <laughs> sure. She was just so great in this movie. I loved it. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention was uh, the first time we watched this, Alex. Do you remember yeah. me saying what reminded me of something in this movie? Mm, yeah. Um, Ricky reminds me a lot of my little brother. Um, oh. like just like looks like him because he was a bigger a bigger boy and but just like his humor, like it he yeah. was just silly like Ricky was and it was just funny be quiet seeing him. <laughs> yeah, until he opened up. Yeah, yeah. Then he'd he'd be silly, but he'd like have his moments of seriousness, but he was just silly like that, and it just watching this just reminds me of him oh that's awesome yeah awesome. totally that's yeah I'm i didn't glad even you shared think that. about that but uh now that you mentioned that uh, i can totally see the the i didn't know him you know so i didn't know the personality so much but definitely looks wise and uh, now that you put it together yeah, that he looks it's so just, much like his brother. <laughs> yeah, like just his, his face and like even their hair was kind of the same. Yeah, like it was just like a dark black, and he would wear like those flat brim hats all the time, and it's just funny. Like I could just see like a similar style. Of yeah, and I could yeah. totally see my little brother like saying stuff that Ricky was and just being silly. It was just funny, like just watching this. It just reminded me of him. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, Kristen. Thanks for uh, sharing that. Um, I have one left. I've got one left as well. You can go first, um, Jake. All right. Well, mine kind of goes into 
um, both Ricky Baker as well as uh, Rima to Whitey. What what was her name? What was her name? Belle. Who? The Bella. Uh, the, the girl actress? who oh, not Bella. Bella. Not Bella. Uh, yeah, Bella. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, Bella, the actress who plays Bella. I don't, anyway, <laughs> you really don't uh, want to remember her character's name. <laughs> <laughs> the only Bella I know. Whoa, what is that noise? Does anybody that was you going. There's an ad playing in a different window on my. Oh Google. no! Uh, it's freaking me <laughs> out. Hold on. The noise you oh. made, Alex, sounds like the Eminem song. You're like, ah. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry about that. Uh, so what happened was it ended up playing a scene from Deadpool, in which case uh, the guy, <laughs> oh my from, gosh, uh, the guy, the actor who plays uh, Ricky, is in that. So oh yeah, that's what happened. He is. Oh, and Dead- I did not. Yeah, He's in Deadpool, Deadpool too. Oh okay. I yeah. I know we watched was. um we watched Christmas Chronicles, the Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie, uh-huh. and and then we watched the trailer for the second one. We didn't watch the second one. But um, Jul- Julian Dennison is in the second one too as the ba- as a bad guy. <laughs> oh. Um, so I had I have got two things I want to talk about. One of them is my three, and the other one is just because it wasn't mentioned yet. Um, but mm-hmm. I can say that for the end if you want. But my third one is the song, the Ricky Baker song, uh, for his birthday. Um, is my third one. I love the song. It's so cute. Um. And it's just so nice and sweet. Ricky Baker, ah, uh, Ricky Baker, ah, uh, Ricky Baker, ah, uh, Ricky Baker, ah, uh, Ricky Baker. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, one of my favorite parts yeah. of the whole movie was that song. Uh, it was sweet. It was catchy. Uh, it captured it just, the three characters too, because exactly. you had her and then Ricky going. <laughs> Along with it, and then yeah, Heck just being <laughs> upset, just <laughs> sighing, like oh, I can't believe we're having a birthday cake, and we're singing a song. Yeah, and I have to show him a puppy that I've got him. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that was my uh, my my third one. There was uh, that song. So. No, that was great. I love that song. It, well, me and Kristen will randomly sing it too sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's it's funny, according to you know some of the trivias, the reason they put that in there is they couldn't use the regular birth happy birthday song at the time, which was had not quite entered public domain yet, and it, and it did by the time the movie came out, but not when they filmed it and wrote it and stuff. You can't get all the money, you sisters. Do you remember their names? No. Me neither. <laughs> the Shuba sisters, is that right? No, I don't think so. I think it's like Patty and something. Patty and mm. Meldred Shupa. Yeah, Shupa. No. Sh- Sherpa. Shubab. They're Sherpas. They live on the mountain. Okay, <laughs> I'll go last with the my third thing was just um, 
the dogs in the movie and you know what they how they represent to to them as helping to give them support but also connect them together hector and and ricky because mm-hmm. they both have their dogs hey what's your dog's name sag you should get another dog and name him zig <laughs> <laughs> and tupac of course of course um yeah i love the dogs uh in in this and they were uh at the beginning trying to hunt find where the where the pig was and the dogs went and Told him where it was, and they were able to kill the pig, and mm-hmm. stayed with them on the journey. And uh, of course, the sad, uh, fa- fatal, fatal ending uh, to Zag. Um, there, uh, one of the only things that I actually wrote down that because I was confused about was I don't mm-hmm. understand what happened to Tupac because it seemed like he disappeared shortly after the boar fight. Uh, I was. What sure do you mean? I don't remember, like, I don't remember him being there, like, when Ricky, uh, after they went to jail, you know, like that, uh, I don't remember Tupac being involved, uh, or being with that other family when he went there, I don't know. So oh, I wasn't so, sure what happened to him. yeah, you missed it then, because when Ricky pops around the corner, Tupac runs up to Hector, and Hector, like, pets him for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that clears that up then. Yep. Yep. So Tupac was fine. He got him back. Okay, cool. But not Zag. I know, poor Zag. Um, and Hector had to, you know, help allu- get alleviate Zag's suffering at the end when he got hurt by the boar, and yeah. it was really tough, tough thing. Um, do- dogs are special. They can bring you comfort. They can also just leave too much damn dog hair everywhere <laughs> and make you really frustrated <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i'm not even gonna complain about all the dog issues i've been having okay let's hear it jake my dogs zazu and yayo keep getting out of my fence they were oh, gone no. they were gone uh on what day was it was it thursday uh, no it was friday because i played lance in madden it was friday um they got out at 11 o'clock. I know that because my neighbor texted me and was like, hey, I just saw Zazu run across my driveway on my ring camera. And within two minutes, I was out of my house running around looking for these dogs. I looked for them for two hours. Could not find them. I found, I ended up, uh, somebody called me. They were, I don't know if you guys know where the pumpkin patch is by the, Mm-mm. um, New, where the new hospital is by exit 11 they were up yeah. all, all the way over there uh, holy crap big road yeah and so that's what Jeez. i've been dealing with uh is that so it's like pain in my butt how do they how are they getting out uh well for a while zazu was jumping the fence and it was only him getting out um and then it's been raining a lot lately and there's a spot in the fence where um there was a hole like it was like fence didn't connect and yeah. i put chicken wire there as well as like a cinder block and i guess the chicken wire kind of got loose and then they dug and with the mud the cinder block kind of like slid through and they were able to get under the hole and Jeez. get out yeah that sucks it was crazy well our dog keeps getting on our bed because we started to let him up on our bed 
which was cool. But now I'm sick of all this <laughs> dog hair being on our blanket. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good idea. Where is um, And then uh, I'm currently also dog sitting for somebody. Uh, so I have Yeo's brother. His name's Kovu um, from the same litter and stuff. I have him staying with me for a little while as well. And he is having a little bit of separation anxiety from his owner. So uh, he, he tore up his beds and stuff uh, from his cage. So that was annoying. Um, and oh, he man. peed in his cage as well, which is annoying. Because they like, got it like around the cage too. So I had to like, get mm-hmm. the carpet cleaner out. And I was like scrubbing the crap out of him. Dang. So I've had a couple things go on. Um, no, no dog hair in my bed, though, because my dogs know better. <laughs> well, it's nice when they come up there, but now <laughs> it's not nice. All of a sudden, I have a full head of hair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so dogs ain't they great is my point, you know. <laughs> Which is why John Wick is the best movie of all time. Cause oh, my gosh. It's got the best inciting incident of any movie, and uh, it makes me want to kill everybody. But, Jacob, I think you yeah. men- I'm almost movie? mentioned that you're in this film. Yeah, yes. I was. I thought this was going to be one of <laughs> your guys' three they based, things. They based this character on you, which I thought was On me. I felt like I was in this movie, not only by the fact that it looked exactly like me, but the fact that he acted exactly like me. Oh my gosh. And the fact Psy- that Psycho my, I can't Sam. why my I can't figure out why my bunker has not been dug yet and why I've wasted my entire life. Well, have you ever had anyone yell at you, What's the fastest way to get out of here? Jetpacks. Jetpack. <laughs> Do you have a jetpack? No. That'd be awesome though. But I've got an underground oh bunker. Gosh. It's right yeah, through here. Uh I was like literally when he showed up on this, I didn't know he was in it, you know. Yeah. And for the first time since, you know, I think it's been brought to my attention that Reese Darby looks like me or I was freaking, excuse me, forget. He mm-hmm. came on screen. I literally stopped and I said, that's me. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was exciting. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's my note. <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. I love to when he's like, all we got left to do is play dead. It's not gonna work if you guys don't do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's when when he uh, during that line because they were like at the it's kind of like a fight or flight like they're about to get Mm -hmm. caught. Uh, I was like, man, this is exactly what I would do. Just try to be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Really fun. He has. I like when they first see him. Yeah, and they're like, (laughs) um, Ricky's like. Do you see that bush over there? <laughs> so is it a bush or a man? <laughs> Bushman. Bush <laughs> He's like, have you guys so heard he... the story of oh, yeah. a man who lives up in the bush? <laughs> they call him Psycho Sam. <laughs> They're no, like, I no. Haven't. And he's like, well, I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ricky's oh, like, gosh. I wonder why they call him Psycho Sam. And he's like, here, put these on your head so the government oh, can't yeah. read your thoughts <laughs> big old metal balls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oh then when they're like Why? going to bed that night and um hector's like good night sam and sam's like it's like oh i don't have the clapper fixed yet <laughs> <laughs> is that a candle they're blowing out yeah it's yeah. a candle 
Oh my so god. He's and, the best. And of course, Crumpy. Oh Crumpy. <laughs> and just the way he's Oh Crumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and when they leave, they drive off and he's like, Crumpy. Yeah. And then he like goes on attack. <laughs> like attack mode. <laughs> it's four, right? Right? Uh, yeah. So we got four wheels that go. Four wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, Perfect. Cool. Should we go to final thoughts, y'all? Anything yeah. else you wanted to, to mention? Yeah, let's do our final thoughts. I was trying to pull up my letterboxed. Uh, oh, I right didn't now. even mark mine in letterbox yet. I marked right, you mine. You want to go first? Yeah, you go, Jake. Okay, so I gave this a heart, first of all. Uh, and then I gave it four stars. I gave it four and a half initially, uh, but then I took half a star off because of I said, wait, did the boar kill both dogs? What happened to Tupac? And I took half a star off, so now I'm going to edit it, add half a star back, and delete delete that line. Uh, four and a half stars and a like. Um, and then wait, I really love... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yep. What, did you say that the boar, or could it have been a I was a confused boat? about Tupac. It, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't read my typos. Um, <laughs> I really love the story and the characters uh, in this movie. Uh, I also love... I said the accents are perfect. Location and visuals are beautiful. Uh, hard not to think about Lord of the Rings when watching it at points. <laughs> yeah, really enjoyed totally. it. Cool. I'm glad you liked it. Kristen? Um, well, I forgot to do that yesterday, but I just went in and rated it. Um, I think the last time I gave it five stars on a heart, mm-hmm. and this time I'm giving it five stars on a heart. So Sweet. I love it. It's a good movie. It is. For me, um, I gave this film five stars and a heart, and I said, charming and hilarious. I absolutely adored this film. And then I had to put in the quote, um, come on, have some breakfast, then you can run away. I really like that quote. Um, this film also just so happened to have made me adjust my list for my favorite movie for every year that I've been alive. And this Whoa. is officially my favorite movie that I've seen that came out in the year 2016. Whoa. Uh, what was it before? I don't remember. <laughs> Great. I'm glad it wasn't favorite. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, I changed it a while ago. Let me go look at 2016 movies very fast, and I will. Oh, it was Arrival before. Oh, another film from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Great. But I like this. I like A Hunt for the Wilder People more. That's psychotic. <laughs> it's like Psycho Sam. <laughs> it's like Psycho Sam. <laughs> Cool. Well, awesome. I'm glad you liked it, uh, even if you had never heard of it before. And uh, did you did you know anything about it before you watched it? Like, did you look up anything about it, or did you go in kind of blind? I went in like the hunter uh, in the tree in a blind. Wait, <laughs> I don't know anything about I don't know anything about hunting. All I know is bushes. Uh, I I didn't know anything about the movie before. <laughs> I just uh, went in. I was like, ooh, Netflix. Let me try to remember the title of this movie. I typed in Hunt, and then it popped up. And I watched it. 
cool. Is that good enough for you? I watched it on Maddox's Netflix profile instead of my own. Does that is that a nice piece of trivia? Yeah. I mean, is there a reason, or was that just what happened? Uh, uh, So uh, let me think. Yeah. So Tario was going to bed in the living room, and I was thinking, well, I don't want people. I don't want Maggie to complain about us using Netflix on two different profile, like. Because the other day, like, she couldn't get on Netflix because we were both watching Netflix, me and Tariel. And so I went <laughs> on Maddie's profile. That way she wouldn't text me mad at me about being on Netflix if she couldn't get on. I see. Do you think she'll listen to this? I, don't, I doubt it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she'll never know. She'll never know. It's a, it's a perfect crime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, cool. Well, that wraps up Hunt for the Wilder People and sets us up for another Heads or Tails. Um, and that is you, Jake. Uh, yeah, great. Heads or Tails. This is the most psychotic uh, thing you could have chosen for me, Alex, <laughs> because I have such a hard time making decisions. And you left it so vague for me uh-huh. that I had a really hard time. Such a hard time that I picked four. So, what I did was I picked a couple of actors, um, and then I wanted to choose a movie that I really like, but doesn't have the best reviews critically, um, the actors in, and the movie that um, either I really like or has really good reviews, or I haven't seen it and it's got really good reviews. Either way, um, a good one and a bad one, basically, if you will. Okay. So, the first actor is going to be Ben Stiller. Uh, and the first movie is, that I love, but it's got bad reviews, is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Does That uh, has bad reviews? It's got like a 55% oh. on Rotten Tomato, and it's got like a splat. Uh, That's so crazy, because I really like that movie. I, I, know, I, like what, we, well. I remember we, me and Kristen went and watched it on Christmas Day at yeah. the movie theaters. Yeah, I think I uh, also watched it on Christmas Day at the movie theater. Oh, um, cool. That's kind of cool. I don't remember that. Oh, well. <laughs> I remember everything. I didn't watch it with you guys. I was uh, at a different theater. Yeah, we were in Pocatello. Oh, I thought you were there, Jake. Dang. <laughs> I was in the back. I was the guy oh. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in the hood. In the oh, hood. oh, yeah. That guy got taken out. Well, I was jacking off. Um, <laughs> ben Stiller's so hot. Uh, and then my second movie with Ben Stiller in it, um, which is the good one, I have not seen it, so hopefully it's good. It's got good reviews. The Meyerowitz stories, new and selected in parentheses. There, it's on um, Netflix. It's got Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman, Emma Thompson. So really good cast. Okay. It's like a ninety-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. something like that. I um, remember I've asked Kristen if, if she wanted to watch it a couple times because I was like, "Oh, this looks good," and she always shot me down. <laughs> I don't remember that either. You don't remember <laughs> anything about these cool... If I don't remember it, it didn't happen, so... I don't know what you're talking happen. about. What's your guys' favorite Ben Stiller movie? Uh, Night at the Dodgeball's Museum. Dodgeball's a good one. Ooh, Night at the Museum's good, too. Uh, Zoolander's also pretty good, but Dodgeball, oh, I think, is, takes a kick. Meet the, Meet the Parents is pretty good, but I don't think it's... You know what I was thinking the other day? They should make up. another yeah. Meet the Parents and make a Christmas Meet the Parents. Even though I think That'd he's Jewish, you. right? 
but I just want to see. But they could change. They could change his religion for film. That's fine. Yeah, no one cares about stuff like a religion. It'd be cool. Um, we could uh, we could do meet the grandparents as well, uh, which could be a movie. Uh, they need to just get in on this um, revamping game. Uh, my next actor. So we're gonna flip between. Ben Stiller, and then my next actor, uh, which is going to be Mr. Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk burr, 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 burr. Um, And the movie that I love that doesn't have the best reviews is Shutter Island. Uh, Martin Scorsese directed, also has Leo What is the Rotten Tomatoes score for that one? It's like a 60 or something like that. Okay. Um, let me double check really quick. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was. It is a red tomato. It's not technically a splat, but sixty-eight yeah. is what it has. So yeah, I've not, heard not it's like best. one of his lesser audiences gave it a C plus too. Yeah. So so neither audiences or critics really loved it, but I love this movie. Um, I I'll hope if if we get to it and we get to tell my history about it, I'll get into detail about that. Um, oh. But the good one uh, that I chose for Mark Ruffalo is a twenty thirteen movie called Begin Again. Um, which is a movie about music. It's a romance comedy uh, starring Kira Knightley, Mark Ruffalo, Adam Levine is in it as well. Uh, so, um, 83% Levine. of Rotten Tomatoes for that one. Yeah. From the band uh, Maroon 5. Oh, I was thinking Adam Lambert. No, not him. Not the singer from Queen. <laughs> uh, uh, so, let's go ahead and flip a coin. Okay. Ow, shit. Isn't it weird there's a guy named Adam Levine and a guy named Adam Devine? Their names are spelled almost similar but pronounced very differently. Mm What did you say? I didn't hear you. My headphones fell off. Adam Levine and Adam Devine. Whoa. Yeah. Are they the same person? I think so, but their names are spelled almost the same but one letter different, but they're pronounced very differently. Let me ask you this question one time. Um, one time. Who is who is <laughs> your who is your leader? No. Um, uh, what uh, what do you think about Anne Hathaway, aka William Shakespeare's wife, aka <gasps> Anne Hathaway currently? And have you seen that? I theory? like that movie, The Intern, with her and Robert De Niro. Oh, that's okay. a good movie. I like that one. <laughs> What's I like Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there? No, wait. What? The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called The Internship as well? Yeah, with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. I like that yeah. movie too. <laughs> Very different uh, movies, though, aren't they? Not too different, really. It's very sim- Robert De Niro is a retired guy who comes out of retirement and becomes an intern for like a. Google tech company like yeah not google that's the internship oh, okay yeah but like a yeah I'm, more I'm of a startup level company yeah gotcha all right you ready for, for me to flip my coin yes okay heads is gonna be uh <coughs> old mark ruffalo i suppose and then tails is okay <coughs> ben stiller all right let's go it is Tails. So Ben Stiller uh, okay. is the one. Secret Life of Walter Mitty versus 
the other movie Meyerowitz stories. It's called the Meyerowitz stories. Parentheses. Now and later. New and selected. New and oh. selected. Yeah, there it is. I don't remember. Can, the <laughs> candy. It is new and selected. No, oh, okay. Right. Uh, heads will be uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. New and selected. Blah blah blah. Tails, you get it. Ah, I dropped the coin again. <laughs> All right, one more. Time. It's heads. Secret, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Walter Mitty it is. Yay! Okay. I have only ever seen the movie the one time. Um, but I, time. I remember really liking it. So this will be fun. Yes, it will be. Uh, 2013. So uh, we're going to stick in that year. Oh, hey. Wait. Stick in that year. Why would... Yeah, I time traveled to 2013 and I've been stuck since. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Well, excited for next week and the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. But let's wrap up this week. Thank you all for listening. It has been fun. Um, I enjoyed getting to share Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, if you have not watched it and you just listened to this, check it out on Netflix. It's very much worth the watch. Um, otherwise, I will sign off. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, follow us, all that good stuff. We are on Twitter at I'll Take 3 Podcast. And I'm also on Twitter at Alex Expressed. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. And I am at I am Kristen One. That was confusing how I just said that, but at I am Kristen One. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. And just remember, <laughs> we didn't choose the Skucks Life. The Skucks, Skucks Life, Life chose, chose us. us. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 All right, you guys ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on, let me pull up the movie stuff again. Hold on, let me do 25 jumping jacks so I can get it okay. <laughs> oh, my thing is slide up pearls. Okay. Is that a marker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I had close. <laughs> <laughs>